What if I told you that in 2024, you were going to travel more? I bet you would be excited because who doesn't have travel more on their 2024 vision board? But my loves, it's time to craft a bit of an action plan and take your first steps. And this is where I come in. I'm hosting a trip to Bali, May 23rd to May 29th, 2024 for the Manifest Daily community. I'm so excited about this one. We have a jam-packed itinerary. We have a Balinese cooking class, a sacred monkey forest, visit a coffee brewing workshop, literally the works because that's just a taste of the itinerary. And this trip is a celebration of new beginnings and also a couple of birthdays. So if you're curious about Bali and you want to meet me there alongside a couple other wonderful, amazing, beautiful souls, head to my website for more information, themanifestly.com slash events. Visit the link in the show notes. And yeah, let's let's hang out in Bali. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, my loves. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is DeAndre Nicolette. If you're new here, my love, welcome. I'm super excited to have you tuned in for your first ever episode of Manifest Daily. And of course, to my OG listeners, y'all know the vibes. Okay, hey girl, hey, hey boy, hey, what's poppin', what's good? Welcome back to another episode of Your Fave. And welcome to the month of August, my loves. I am so excited for this month. Oh, oh my God, there's a freaking spider on my ceiling. Hold on one second. Okay, I'm back, y'all. Like, when I tell you, summertime just brings out the bugs, and I am not a bug person. Like, I'm very much able to understand that animals, bugs, all the things, they bring spiritual messages. But sometimes I'm like, baby, can you like do that from the outside? Because there's no reason for you to be in my house on my ceiling. Like, what is the reason? Please explain it to me. So, anywho. <laughs> I am back. Hello. Welcome to the month of August. I am super excited for this month. I think I'm excited for every month. I think like the start of the month for me always has that beautiful symbolism of going into a new chapter. And this month, I know for myself, it's even more so because of the fact that I am moving, because of the energy of the full moon, which we'll get into in just a second, and just kind of like everything happening. This is literally such a beautiful time for a new chapter, a new beginning. And I am very much looking forward to going into said new chapter, a new beginning as someone even more committed to tapping into the highest version of myself, to being my authentic self, to showing up for myself every single day and showing up for my community. And I'm just so excited for everything that it holds. So I hope y'all are also feeling the same about August, whether you are maybe moving like myself, or perhaps you're getting ready to go back to school or start a new job or welcome a baby into this world. I don't know. There's so many different things or even just like if none of those things are happening for you, but you were just excited for a new month and for the chance to really, again, like recommit to your highest self, recommit to your journey, recommit to yourself. I'm excited for you. So 
My loves, this is going to be a quicker energy report today. I wanted to pull up my Oracle cards, but they are packed up in a box and I, for the life of me, do not know which box they are packed into. So we won't be doing any card pulls today, but we are going to get into all of the different things happening. And if you are not on my email list already, I highly recommend you join. I'm going to put the link down in the show notes. We're going to have emails going out every Tuesday. So today, if you're on my list, you have gotten an email next week for Lionsgate, we're going to have an email go out as well. So make sure that you are subscribed. It's going to be, um, all a mix of things. I actually polled y'all and did like a little form to find out what you actually want to see on an email list to make you want to open the emails and to make it feel like it's of value and of worth to you. And you guys want a mix of things. You want recipes, you want wellness, you want new moon and full moon updates, you want astrology, you want all of the things. And so that's what I'm going to be doing is all of the things. And right now, the first two emails that I have set are about the, the different astrological dates to keep in mind for the month of August. And then like I said, a lion's gate email and then I think the third week I'm gonna do like some sort of food focused email so if you're into cooking if you want to discover some new recipes I'm looking forward to sharing my favorites with you some of the recipes that I've created and fun fact I don't know if I ever mentioned this on the show but I have a dream of like writing a cookbook one day a pescatarian cookbook so yeah stay tuned for that but yeah so feel free to subscribe to the email list if you want to kind of get all of those updates and you are someone that loves a good nice uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A nice, uh, I want to say voluptuous email, but that is definitely not the word. But if you like emails and you want to hear from me a little bit more often, go ahead and subscribe to that. I'll have the link in the show notes. My loves, grab yourself a beverage, grab yourself a snack. I have with me a mocha iced latte from Duncan. I went there this morning because I was feeling a little homesick. And whenever I am missing Boston, Duncan always reminds me of New England. So I made my way over to Duncan. I actually ran a couple errands this morning. So I went to the gym, lost my absolute mind, went on the roof. So at my gym, they have um, the, the fourth floor on the gym is basically an open gym area to work out. So you're literally working out outside. And of course, it's 90 degrees this morning. And I think that's around like let's say like you're 32 or so Celsius. So it's 90 this morning. And of course I'm on the roof pushing the sled. So I finished my workout with a pulsing headache because my body is like, why? Why are we doing this so early in the morning? Like, what is the reason? What is happening? What is going on? And then I run over to Home Depot because like I said, I'm packing up all my things and I think just because this apartment is bigger than my last apartment, I have obviously accumulated more things. So there's more things to put in boxes. Of course, I love moving because it gives me that chance to really purge and clean out my closet, clear out the things and really ask myself, is this something that I want to bring into that next chapter with me? Or is this something that I want to let go? And then also too, what are some of the new things I want to bring into that next chapter with me? And so I've been doing the cleansing and the purging and the donating and all the things. However, However, I still have a lot more stuff. So I had to stop by Home Depot to get three more extra large boxes so that I could pack up like my pots and pans, all my dishware, all of my spices and any leftover, you know, produce or things that I'm going to bring with me on that final day to kind of pop in the fridge. So I am super, super, super excited. I mean, I feel like I talk about this on every single episode so far and 
You know, I think that moving is a really big thing to do. It, it's really stressful. It's such a life change. I mean, if you think about it, or at least for myself, a lot of my routines are based in my home, if that makes sense. Like a lot of, I spend so much time in my home and I spend so much time in my environment here that I have a lot of routines and a lot of rituals that are linked to home. And so moving that entire environment is a really, really big deal. But like I said, I'm so, so excited for it because I know that there's so many things that I am just looking forward to doing and I actually had a moment yesterday where I felt it was like this bittersweetness and you know you guys know I went through a breakup recently which was kind of just just I, I didn't really see that happening and you know there are times and moments where throughout my day I'm still kind of shocked by the fact that it's happened like I did not see August going the way that it's going at all. And so I had that bittersweet moment where I really like I was out and about. I went to Hob not Hobby Lobby. I went to at home because I wanted to kind of look around at the fall stuff. Fall is my favorite, 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 favorite season. I'm that person that's like pulling out the pumpkins in July because I'm so excited for fall. It's literally my favorite thing ever. One thing about the South that I don't like is that there's not a lot of like that beautiful autumn foliage like there is in New England. Like in New England, like the leaves are turning that beautiful crisp, like the reds and the oranges and that those dark rustic greens in here. It's like they're green and then they fall off the trees and that's pretty much it. There's no sort of like change for autumn. I literally remember going to at home just to kind of shop around for a couple of things. And I ended up picking up a beautiful wreath for my front door. Every day, more and more, I'm becoming my mom. <laughs> I'm like excited about wreaths and curtains and tablescapes and just all of these different things that she always was so passionate about and still is, you know. And I was going up and down the aisles and I literally started to feel like I was going to burst from wanting to cry. You know, when you're out in public and you have that feeling, it's kind of like you just want to get to a safe space because, you know, I didn't want to burst out crying and at home because that would have been quite strange. And I'm sure some people may have like stopped and asked me if I was okay. And I just really didn't want to deal with any of that. Right. So I kind of like ran to my car. I finished my shopping, ran to my car, drove home and just kind of it all came out. You know, it just kind of sitting with my feelings. It was a lot of stuff that came up. And while I was mourning the end of that relationship and kind of mourning the end of the possibilities that I imagined with that person, I was mourning the leaving this home that I love so much. And even though I know I'm going to a place that's going to be an elevation for me, I think whenever you're going to a next step in your life or a next stage, a next chapter, even though you know that chapter is so beautiful and you know, you're going to grow even more in that chapter, it's still okay to be sad. It's okay to kind of mourn leaving something that you know and something that you're used to. So I was thinking about that. I was thinking about, you know, missing my parents. Like I have not gone back to Boston all year, you guys. Like it's, it's, I'm literally going next month, but I'm going for like four days. It's tough too when you don't live in the same state or place as your family. And that's why I know a lot of people will end up like moving back home and being close to family. But we need to have that conversation about what if you know in your heart and soul that your path 
requires that you don't move back to your home place. I know I'm not meant to be in Boston, at least not in this chapter. And so what do I do then when I miss my mom and I miss my dad and I miss, you know, home cooked food and I miss lunchbox and I can't just be like, oh, let me move back to Boston because that that's not aligned. I had this moment of just like tenderness where all of these things are sort of bubbling to the surface. And again, I think that this is so, so, so completely natural when you are going to a next chapter, a new season, that next level for yourself, you're going to have the moments where you really have to sit with the fact and possibly mourn the person that you have been in this current chapter because that person that you're going to evolve, that person is no longer who you are. I mean, you are yourself at your core, but you're going to be evolving in so many ways in that next chapter. And so it's, it's such a bittersweet thing because even through all of the sadness, it was kind of like, but I also know there's so much goodness coming. I also know there's so much goodness that I'm experiencing. And so it's such like a mind fuck really to be going through all these beautiful changes that I am so blessed and grateful for that I've worked so freaking hard to get to this place in my life. I have worked so hard. That's another thing I'm working through therapy is like my freaking workaholism and perfectionism and all those things. But I've worked so hard to get here, but it's also okay to kind of mourn. So yeah beautiful things coming and if you're in a similar season where you are ending chapters closing doors possibly cutting connections off that are no longer aligned or serve you into that next chapter you're going into know that it's okay to feel sad it's okay to mourn those things even though you know that there's something better waiting for you on the other side so yeah all right, let's go back to grabbing our snacks, grabbing our drinks, grabbing our iced lattes, our coffee, our tequila, if we get spicy or whatever. Let's go ahead and dive into this August energy report. And again, thank you guys so much for being here. Let's go ahead and dive in. On August 1st, we have a full moon in Aquarius. This is happening at nine degrees Aquarius, and this is also happening while the sun is in Leo. So again, sun is in Leo, moon is in Aquarius. Leo is a sign that is about shining. It's about showing up as your authentic self, being in the spotlight, and the full moon being in Aquarius while the sun is in Leo. We kind of have this focus on our independence versus how we cater to the collective. Aquarius is very much known for being this kind of like humanitarian community focused sign. When you hear people talk about like Aquarius or the age of Aquarius, there's a lot of focus on how we can kind of like do our part to show up for the collective, to show up for humanity and for the goodness of humanity, right? So this is kind of about asking yourself how you can find that better balance between independence and how you show up for your community. So this is about asking yourself how you can find that better balance between independence and how you show up for your community. This is also about asking yourself what it is that you might need to let go in order to better show up for your community. And again, because we have that sun in Leo, it almost feels like there are some of you guys that know that you need to allow yourself to show up and to shine your light in all of its brightness, all of its beauty in order to serve the collective. If you have a talent, if you have a voice, something that you need to share with your voice, if you have something that you need to share with the collective community, whether that is 
your family, whether that is your, your friend group, whether that is like you going online because kind of Aquarius is also known with or known for being associated with like the internet and online, things like that. So for a lot of y'all, it could be that you need to share something online. You might kind of feel like, oh, I'm scared. I don't, I don't know if I want to show up. I don't know if I want to kind of like shine my light that brightly. And it might not even sound like that in your head. You might kind of think of it more like, oh, I'm afraid of like the haters online or, you know, I don't know if I do this thing, if I'm going to look dumb or whatever the case is. But you have to realize that like you making all of these excuses for yourself, like you kind of saying, oh, the haters. And, you know, I, I don't know if I have all the information. I don't know if I'm ready to show up online. I need to do this and this and this first. That could very well be you trying to downplay your strengths and downplay your talents and dimming your light. In order for us to really and truly uplift the collective, we have to do so on an individual level. We have to uplift and lift ourselves up. So what beliefs, what habits, what actions, possibly even what people do you need to let go of during this full moon in order to allow yourself to shine your light, take on and embody that beautiful Leo energy in order to advance and help the collective. This is about, again, how we cater to ourselves as the individual and how catering to ourselves as the individual allows us to progress the collective. So it really is about diving deep. Um, I know I've talked a lot about my fear of being seen. For some of y'all, this shows up as a fear of being seen. Perhaps you are dimming your light. Perhaps you are hiding in the shadows, you know, living in the shadows, not really showing up because you're so afraid of what people will think of you, what people will think of your authentic self. But Leo, the sign of Leo, that lion, that sun, that beautiful Leo energy is not afraid. Leo's, you know, they're showing up proudly. They're showing up as themselves. They're showing up authentically. So how can you embody more of that in this Leo season while this moon is in Aquarius. Leo is also known for being a bit dramatic of a sign. So there might be some endings in this season for you that are, feel a bit dramatic. Again, we also have Venus in retrograde. So perhaps this looks like some of y'all ending a relationship and perhaps the way the relationship ends is a bit dramatic. Perhaps for you, there's an ending of a job or the ending of a cycle or the ending of, again, you letting go of, of that belief that you need to dim your light, whatever the case is. And that shows up in this very like dramatic way. Like, you know, it's just kind of like, oh my God, like you kind of have this feeling of like, oh my God, my life is literally like a soap opera right now. It's like that kind of vibe where it's like you could not have written something, like written a script that's more dramatic than how it's unfolding in your life. This is a beautiful full moon though. And for me, the vibe I get around this one is less of this like, you know, sad kind of closing out and more of this vibe of the things that you're letting go, the things that are closing out are things that you desperately need to close out. And I may be desperate, it's like the wrong word here, but things that you definitely need to close out in order for you to progress and go to that next chapter with confidence and with more ease. About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, 
and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop. One scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. I love to add in a squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2, and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. On August 16th, we have the new moon in Leo. So again, more of this beautiful Leo energy. This is at 23 degrees Leo. This is an over the top and dramatic new beginning because again, Leo can be dramatic. This is really a beautiful opportunity for you to continue embodying those Leo qualities. Again, how can you step into the limelight? How can you really take on that version of yourself that's not afraid of the spotlight. Because guess what? If you feel a calling to be in the spotlight, baby, you deserve to be in the spotlight, okay? This is about standing in that spotlight and doing so unapologetically, showing up as yourself unapologetically. If they don't like you, that sounds like a them problem, okay? That's not your concern if they don't like you. Are you showing up as yourself? Are you speaking your truth? Are you not dimming your light? And if so, then you're doing the right thing for you. You're doing the right Thing that you need to do in this chapter. What is that saying? If you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping, baby. And one thing about you, you is popping. Okay. So some of those people, some of those folks, they're not going to like you. And again, that is not your problem. How can you honor your gifts and stop hiding in the shadows? How can you allow yourself to say, hey, what lights me up? What makes me feel alive? What makes me feel confident? What makes me feel good? And step into doing more of those things. Because Leo is also in Venus at this time, we can also find that this bringing on a lot of creative energy for us. So again, like Venus, you know, Venus is all about love and, you know, people really associate Venus with like matters of romantic love. But depending on where this retrograde and everything is going on in your chart, it can take on more qualities of other things. So it could be more about the money or it could be more about the aesthetics and the creativity and the beauty. When I think of Venus, I think of love and money and aesthetics as a, kind of like the big three or beauty as the big three. You might find that you're kind of feeling called to take on some new creative ventures. So perhaps you're like, you know what? it is time to DIY my entire home. Maybe you're feeling like 
I want to do an accent wall. And it's something so dramatic. Like maybe y'all remember when I was like showing you guys on stories, I was like contemplating doing a black accent wall. I landed on a very, 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 very dark green. But perhaps it's like that. Maybe you're the kind of person that you've been seeing all like, you know, the, the white and the minimal aesthetic. And you're like, fuck, that's actually not me. I want me a dark ass wall. And you were like, this is so dramatic. This is so different. This is so new. But you're like, I'm going to do this because this feels like me. This feels right. And then you go to Home Depot and you get all the things and you do it yourself and you're taking on this DIY creative energy and it really feels like it's tapping into that new beginning for you. This could also be as simple as, you know, you being like, I really feel called to start pottery or I really feel called to start painting and you decide to take a class and you decide to really dive into that thing and you recognize that by doing that thing, doing that hobby, whatever that case is, that you are showing up as your authentic self, right? If you wanna start a podcast, if you wanna start a YouTube channel and you've been so afraid, but remember we had that full moon in Aquarius. And so we let go of some of those fears of not stepping into the spotlight. We let go of, of the fears of the haters. We let go of the fears of the, what will people think when they see this? Because guess what? If you were meant for the spotlight, baby, you can't keep running from it. It is going to keep chasing you. Step into the spotlight. Stop being afraid. Share your voice, share your talent, share your gifts. You talk about wanting to help the collective. You talk about wanting to help those around you. Guess what happens when you step into your power and when you start doing more of the things you love, you radiate so beautifully and so magnetically that you inspire other people to do the same. Now you have those people who are watching you, maybe silently on the internet or people in your community who are watching your friends and family and they see that you are being courageous, you're being that lion, you're embodying that Leo energy and they're so inspired by you that they start to do more of what they love. They start to step into their own spotlight and now you are helping to uplift your community. So this new moon in Leo is about that. How can you step into the spotlight? And this is why I love, 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 love Leo season. I'm gonna talk about this more in the email. So I highly recommend you sign up for my email list because this is going out on August 8th. We're diving into the energy of Lionsgate and we're talking about how Lionsgate can really help you to manifest, it really help you to tap into that beautiful, collective, new beginning, new blessing energy. We're talking about how to set intentions on the lion's gate. And I really feel like for a lot of y'all, you need to sit down and you need to be intentional. What do you actually want? What does it look like when you're showing up as your authentic self? Because I think a lot of us, we hear that and we're like, well, what does that mean? Who am I really? You discover more about yourself the more you allow yourself to explore your gifts, explore your talents, explore what you're drawn to. Do you feel called to the water? Do you feel called to this type of craft? Do you feel called to speak? Do that, do more of that and explore. Allow yourself to get to know yourself. I have an episode coming up this month. We're diving all into, or we're diving into solo dates. A lot of those solo dates that y'all are gonna go on will help to inspire you, will help to inspire what this new beginning looks like. 
On August 23rd, the sun enters Virgo. Happy birthday to all my Virgo muffins. I hope y'all have an amazing, amazing birthday. So as we dive into Virgo season, there's this shift towards, you know, the typical Virgo things, right? Organization, wanting to focus on the details, really wanting to structure our lives in a certain way. We might find ourselves zooming in and analyzing the structure of our lives and really asking ourselves, where can we organize things or where can we structure things so that it's aligned with where we're going right now you might feel like okay things are going good maybe you have a system in place for how you live your life maybe you you know you're going about things and things are going really well right but again now we've had this full moon we've let go of certain things we've had this new moon we're either diving into something new or we're kind of like stepping into this chapter with kind of a new like sense of self we're like okay I feel renewed I feel rejuvenated now that we're entering Virgo okay, how do we organize? How do we set up the system so that we keep this thing going? How do we make sure that we're approaching this in a smart way, in a grounded way, in a way that makes sense? How do we make sure that we're not just, you know, running around crazy, like a mad person doing all these things? We want to make sure that we're approaching things in a way that makes sense. So as we enter Virgo season, you might find yourself kind of intaking that energy from this new beginning and then trying to create a system and flow to really help you navigate your next steps. When we talk about the Lionsgate and when we talk about this new moon in Leo and when we talk about the endings and new beginnings, perhaps with the ending that you've just experienced and with the new beginning that you have coming up, you recognize that you're going to need to change your approach slightly. Perhaps it's not that anything is broken, but maybe it's just that you recognize as you go into this next chapter, it's going to require a version of you that is organized in a different way. What does that look like? What does it look like when you zoom into the details and you start to look at your habits? You start to look at the way that you think. You start to look at the way that you structure your life, the way that you organize your home, the way that you organize at work, the way that you manage your bills, the way whatever the case is. Because again, all of this is going to really, really specifically depend on how these things show up in your own personal chart. But really allow yourself to dive into those details and get clear and get grounded about how you need to approach and structure the next stage of your life, the next chapter of your life. On August 23rd, we also have Mercury retrograde in Virgo. Again, Virgo is the sign that has to kind of do with analysis, details, practical plans, structure, organization. And while Mercury is in the sign of Virgo, we probably felt a bit more grounded a bit more able to create detailed plans and structure. I know that I spent a lot of the, the time that Mercury was direct in Virgo planning a virtual summit for the month of December. I'll have more information for you guys uh, about that coming soon, but I spent a lot of time sifting through the details of the software that I would use for this, who the speakers would be. I had conversations with the speakers. I was working on contracts, what the topics would be, all of these different like, you know, nitty gritty, detailed things of this new beginning for self for myself with this retrograde we're revisiting okay retrogrades aren't bad i think mercury retrograde in particular has this bad rep before i learned a bit about astrology i would always be like oh my god mercury's retrograde like this is gonna suck or like i can't do this or whatever and it started to feel limiting 
When you learn about astrology or human design or numerology, whatever modality it is, it's less about limitations and it's more about learning how to work with the energy at hand, learning when you are propelled to take action, learning when maybe you are kind of, you know, being pushed into a place of rest, learning how to work with the energies instead of working against them. Retrogrades aren't bad. Retrogrades are time to revisit. Retrogrades are time to restructure. Retrogrades are time to kind of go back and say, did I dot my I's and cross my T's and does it make sense? And is there something that I want to change? So as we have Mercury retrograde in Virgo, we're wanting to make sure that the plans that we've been working on make sense. Are these plans that we want to continue or is there something that we need to revise or possibly toss out completely? Is there something that needs to be restructured in order for it to be better aligned with our vision? Is there something that we have structured a certain way that we completely realize, damn, you know what? This ain't working. This has to go. (laughs) This don't make no sense. And that's why retrogrades, I think, are so powerful because, again, we are in such a go, go, go world that there's so much focus on moving forward, stepping forward, taking the next step, the the next leap, the next whatever, that we often forget that part of the journey is about pause, reflection. Let me actually pause where I am and look back and see how far I've come. Let me actually see how that served me. Let me actually see what the lessons I've taken from chapter one, two, three, and four can help me learn about going into five, six, seven, and eight. If you're always focused on moving forward and you never actually take time to revisit and reflect, it will actually hinder your journey because you're not taking time to really process the lessons that you've learned and understand how those lessons can help you be better in the next chapter. Mercury retrograde is a sign of, or not a sign, a time of rather, reflection. So is Venus retrograde. So is all, all the other retrogrades, okay? So when we have this retrograde in Virgo, Take the time to really sift through the details, sift through and allow yourself to really comb through with a fine tooth comb of life. Does this make sense? What do I need to change? Or perhaps, and here's the thing, sometimes you sift through and you say, wow, I did good. Everything's working good. I don't need to change a damn thing. (laughs) And that is amazing. And that is amazing. And then you can just turn around and keep on going. August 27th, Mars enters Libra. Mars entering Libra brings a focus towards relationships. With Mars and Libra, we also have this call to take actions that really feel balanced. We are in a space of heavily considering others. So I don't know if y'all remember when we talked about Mars and Aries. That energy is very independent. That energy is very much like, you know, an idea comes to you you were taken off. You ain't got no type of time to waste. <laughs> you have places to go, things to do, people to see, and you were moving. If you have a natal Mars in Aries, you're very much like that. I have a natal Mars in Aries. I'm very impulsive. I'm very much, as soon as I have decided I want to do something, by the time you circle back to ask me about something, baby, I have started. I have started. I have taken action. I'm setting up LLCs. I'm moving, okay? Mars in Libra 
is less of that action of like, oh my God, let me do this thing now. And more like, ooh, let me think about how this thing will impact this person. How will this thing impact this person? How will it impact this? So if perhaps like, let's say you're like, I want to, let's say it's the DIY, the house thing. Let's say you live with someone. Now you're considering, well, how will my husband or my partner feel about this wall? How will my dog (laughs) feel about this wall? You're kind of like really weighing the options or weighing the outcomes. It's, you know, the Libra, um, it's represented by the scale. So you're weighing things to really see like, okay, you know, does this really feel like I could take action on this or am I going to hurt someone in the process? And it's, it's, it's that kind of energy. Instead of making decisions and taking action from what could be considered a selfish place, perhaps Mars and Aries could be considered a selfish place. Because one thing about me, baby, I'm gonna take my action. I really do, you know, again, it's it's not so cut and dry. Like obviously I'll consider other people. While Mars and Aries is very like tunnel vision, Mars and Libra is kind of like, you know, you're looking around. And so you're taking actions from less of that selfish place. And you're really wanting to weigh all the options and wanting to see who is involved before you act. This could, slow down a lot of people's actions. So if you notice that during this time, people are doing things slower, maybe it seems like people are being a bit more intentional, perhaps. Maybe it seems like you are being a bit more intentional. Maybe you're not kind of on the money with things and taking action so quickly, but you're slowing down. This is why Mars is in Libra and it could potentially cause things to slow down as well as the other retrograde. So we have Mercury retrograde, Venus retrograde. There are a bunch of other things retrograde. We'll talk about one in a second here. But with all of these planets retrograde, retrograde and Mars and Libra, this is a time where you're going to start noticing as we enter into September, like mid-August into September, things will start to slow down. And I don't think this is necessarily a bad thing. This year has gone by so, so fast already. This is going to be a time of just like, again, revisiting, restructuring. You know, you, you might notice that people are coming back to you with kind of like, a, oh, hey, I thought about this and I, I proposed this instead, like that kind of vibe. That That's what's happening around this time. August 28th, you're goes retrograde in Taurus, okay? This is a beautiful opportunity to process all the changes that we've been experiencing. Uranus is a sign that rules kind of like sudden changes. And I remember when we talked about this Uranus going into Taurus, we talked about on a collective and global level, things with like, you know, housing, food, supply chains, like that kind of vibe, security, things that really help us feel at home and secure and that kind of thing, like Taurus vibes. Now, You might have gone through a lot of changes on an individual level that have to do with Taurus. So for myself personally, obviously, I'm going to be moving into a new home. That's very much a Taurus-related matter. And as a Taurus myself, it feels very, 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 it's a sensitive time. It's a sensitive time. And so for you, it could be the same thing. Perhaps you change your job. Maybe you're making more money or less money, whatever the case is, but it's it's a matter of change. Perhaps you moved in with a partner or moved out of your parents' house. Perhaps your parents moved in with you or you got a new pet. All of these things that are affecting matters of Taurus or Taurus-related matters, Taurus-type things. Now, instead of this, again, being this go, go, go time and things just shifting and happening and, and we're going with it, and we don't have this time to reflect, Uranus retrograde in Taurus is a time where we get to slow down. We get to actually understand and process the changes that have taken place in our life this year. We also get to better understand how the changes are helping us feel more stable or more secure or possibly the opposite. So for myself, moving into this new place, at the end of the month of August, I'll have a chance to slow down and sit and reflect. How do I feel 
now that I'm in this new home? Have things changed in my routine? What has changed perhaps? Like, how does that make me feel? It's really just a chance to kind of like, it's almost like this energy of like journaling. Like you're sitting with self and you're processing, you're integrating. Again, not bad or good just neutral. It is what it is. You're integrating what's happened and you're getting a chance to actually say, wow, we're in the month of August. And by this time, it'll be the end of the month of August. So we'll be looking into September. But by this time, you'll get to sit and say, wow, all of this stuff has happened up until now. How do I feel about it? How will I move forward? What am I looking forward to? What didn't I like? It's just kind of like asking yourself those questions and really allowing yourself time to integrate what has truly happened in your life, especially because for a lot of us, this year has been filled with a lot of changes. And because of Uranus, a lot of them may have been unexpected. And one thing about unexpected changes is that you really do need to sit and process that because you didn't see it coming. And that can be really jarring and it can be really traumatizing. So allow yourself to sit with the changes and really process and integrate them into your life. About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop. One scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. I love to add in a squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2, and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you wanna take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. On August 30th, we have our second full moon of the month. This is a beautiful month. We have two super moons, by the way, and this is the second one of them. This is happening seven degrees Pisces. So a full moon in Pisces. Pisces is, you know, associated with like the dreamer kind of like big dreams, head in the clouds vibes. But Pisces also has to do with our belief system, right? So when we talked about Saturn going into Pisces earlier this year, on a collective level, this has to do with this, this spiritual world, our understanding of spirituality and our understanding of what is limitless and how do we understand limitations or limitlessness in our world as it relates to our beliefs, as it relates to religion and spirituality. Now that we have this full moon in Pisces, this is about our internal belief system. 
Do we actually believe that we can create the life that we want to? Are we taking the actions that we need to? And are we feeling as if our manifestations are actually possible? When we talked about, again, this new moon that we had uh, mid-month, we talked about the full moon, when we talked about all these different things that are happening to really allow us to tap into this Leo energy that really wants us to step into the spotlight, share our voice, share our knowledge, all of these different things, we also need to really discuss our belief system. Because as much as you can sit here and take actions and do the thing and whatever, 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 if you don't believe that you can have that life, if you don't believe that you are worthy of that life, baby, it doesn't matter how much fucking action you take. It's never happening for you. It's not because you literally on a deep, 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 deep level don't believe that you are worthy of that experience. Yes, this month we are setting intentions and this is about dreaming big and getting those heads into those clouds and allowing ourselves to imagine and be limitless with what we think we can really have. But this is also about allowing ourselves to really believe it's possible. We're going to talk more about this on this show because this is something that I am truly working through myself, my belief system, my core belief system, because a lot of times, as much as we consciously want something, if we grew up in certain environments that did not allow us to really believe that we were worthy of certain things, no matter how much we want it, no matter how much we act towards that thing, no matter how much action we take towards that thing, it will be really hard for us to get to that. And we need to work on that internal belief system. You can do some journaling around this, okay, my loves? You can definitely do some meditations around this. I'm actually going to be um, working on the resource library this month as well as the next month so that I can open the resource library back up. If you don't know what the resource library is, on my website, I used to have a resource library with meditations, different workbooks, that kind of thing. I'm gonna be working on that again because I really feel called to share some meditations for this kind of thing. And I used to have one way back in the day that was all about this, all about stepping into that higher version of yourself, all about stepping into the spotlight and really diving deep to help ourselves understand that we are worthy of the things that we want to experience. So do some journaling around this. And perhaps if you feel called to do an exercise where you let go. I love to do an exercise where I write down all of the limiting beliefs, all of the things that I have in my head where I'm like, I feel like I can't do this. I feel like I can't have this. Whatever that is, write those things down, do a meditation and then burn that piece of paper, burn it. This is a beautiful letting go ritual that you can also do at the end of a relationship. I actually am gonna be doing a um, a meditation that's gonna be in the resource library specifically about cord cutting because I recently had to do a cord cutting ritual for myself and some of y'all might also need to do this. But this is about letting go of those beliefs. And I think this work takes time. I do think this work takes time. I think that this work is ongoing. This work is something that will always, there's always a deeper place to explore. But I think if you are actively trying to do that self-awareness work, even if right now you don't have access to therapy, but perhaps you're just reading books and you know listening to podcasts like this and finding those online resources, you are starting to do that work, that will help. But you need to really sit with that belief system. Do you believe that you actually deserve it? And do you believe that you actually deserve to be in the spotlight? The answer is you do, you absolutely do. But do you believe that on a deep core level? Okay, my loves, thank you so much for listening to this August energy report. I appreciate you guys so much for being here. 
And yeah, if you are on social media, I will be over on Instagram, I'm sure, taking lots of video and pictures and stuff like that of the new space. I'm not going to do, I think, any sort of like empty uh, tour on YouTube, but I'll probably do something over on Instagram. So make sure that you go check me out over there if you are on social media. And I will catch you in the very next episode. Have a beautiful day. And of course, if you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a five-star review on the show. Algorithm things girl listen anyways so yeah thank you so much if you do end up leaving a five-star review i very 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 much appreciate you okay my loves bye and happy august What if I told you that in 2024, you were going to travel more? I bet you would be excited because who doesn't have travel more on their 2024 vision board? But my loves, it's time to craft a bit of an action plan and take your first steps. And this is where I come in. I'm hosting a trip to Bali, May 23rd to May 29th, 2024 for the Manifest Daily community. I'm so excited about this one. We have a jam-packed itinerary. We have a Balinese cooking class, a sacred monkey forest, visit a coffee brewing workshop, literally the works because that's just a taste of the itinerary and this trip is a celebration of new beginnings and also a couple of birthdays so if you're curious about bali and you want to meet me there alongside a couple other wonderful amazing beautiful souls head to my website for more information themanifestly.com events visit the link in the show notes and yeah let's let's hang out in bali